Okay, welcome to the MovieVille.org podcast, episode number 43. (laughs) Every time you have to make a noise. I'm celebrating. What's the celebration? Uh, I don't know, it's another season for us, really. It is season year. Two, almost. Season two of the Movieville podcast. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Corin. Oh, I'm Kushal. Welcome to season two of the Movieville podcast. I don't get this. Does season two start now or does season two, did it start last week or? It it started in January, technically, but we didn't announce it. So So this is episode two of season two. Yeah. I didn't know I was on season two. But episode 43 of overall... Technically, it's season three. How so? Because you had the dark years before oh, there were the dark I joined years. <laughs> true. Yeah, That's true. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so season three, yeah. <laughs> well, we Welcome call to it season, season three. We call it season two because the dark years never existed. Oh, can we call it season... So technically, we should just call it episode two. 13. <laughs> no, we're in episode 43. It sounds more impressive. All right. Yeah, I've been suffering with a cough this this week. That's scary because a friend of mine had um, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Um, now, that's a great way to start an exciting podcast. Hey, welcome to the diseased podcast. Yeah, because like kids get it from nursery because other people's kids are gross, apparently. And um, yeah, he caught it off his daughter. But his kid's immune systems are strong and she was fine. But he had blisters in his mouth, on his hands and knees, and he was just fucked up. What is what is this disease? What where, where do you get it from? I don't know. It's from it's like human it's CJD type thing. I don't know what it's called. I'm just causing a panic right now. I don't it, it was some kind of foot and mouth thing that it was just messed up. He said drinking water was like drinking sulfuric acid. I was like, oh I I d I don't want to get this one. Is he okay now? Or? He's fine now. Yeah, I saw him last night. He's cool, but everything's all right. You didn't catch it from him, did you? No, no, no. I hope not. I got a slightly sore throat this morning, which freaked me out. What's the incubation period in this thing? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, welcome. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm still uh, working this long ass. Um, let me just get rid of this notice on my iMac trying to install some shit. Uh, I'll go away. Remind me tomorrow. There you go. Right. Yeah. I'm still working this long ass notice period at my job that's ending. Um, it's so weird. I'm like the ghost who walks. That must be really strange. It is. People are just, I'm slowly becoming more and more excluded from conversations and meetings, which is the right thing because if I'm still doing stuff, that doesn't make any sense. Um, and everyone's very, very polite about it, but it, it's just weird. It's like I'm fading out of existence. I need to, I, I, I find that after work, I need to do something to affirm my existence. Do people just kind of look at you when you walk past and they're like, look at this guy, dead man walking? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's horrible. I'm sorry that these things are happening to you. 
Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, it's part of everyone gets jobs, everyone loses jobs, everyone moves on. I think we live in an age where people just, you, you don't stay at a place for more than two or three years. For whatever reason, things change and you yeah. move on. So yeah, I've, uh, I think the first month was tough. The second month's actually easier. Um, and I'm finding that I'm trying to work as hard as I can to make a difference before I go. Because that feels good. That's honourable. That's an honourable thing to do. I, don't, I mean, I, that's not my objective. I'm not trying to be honourable. I'm trying to be engaged and fulfilled with my work. So it's yeah. completely selfish, really. Yeah, but it's still, an, you know, even though it is a selfish thing from your perspective to somebody else, it could be seen as honourable. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be a dick about it, basically. Yeah, don't bend your bridges and all that. Which is, yeah, that in itself is quite honourable considering the position that you are in. No, it's fine. It's fine. The company's moving on, you know. Creative differences. No, no, it wasn't at all. They don't want to do the bit I do anymore, so I'm no longer necessary. Okay. Fine. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I find it hard to respond to these things sometimes. (laughs) So you're losing your job, eh? No. (laughs) I don't want to... (laughs) It's not the be-all and end-all of our worlds really I mean you know yeah, we no, are more than our jobs it's we, part of life yeah. um, CB will now say podcast broadcaster <laughs> <laughs> and then I will never get a job again <laughs> oh um, I'm alright you know can't complain all things considered I'm trying to do a few things in my life um, trying to do different things in my life like listening dress up on a thursday and go out in heels what's different at some point that's going to be a non-pc joke but i still think it's fine because it's a different thing to do yeah like some people might enjoy doing that in their spare time and nothing wrong i don't think there's anything wrong some people have just haven't found the courage to do it yet which is fine you know because collecting comic books is is something that people frown again you know friend that's been a dumb thing to do for a long time yeah you do that didn't you i used to you're such a dickhead I used to. I do have a collection at home. On the subject of winding you up, I still haven't seen Split. Oh. <laughs> but, I got, but I got this vaguely threatening email, text message from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying, is there some shit we need to sort out? <clears throat> oh. That was weird. That's my wife. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, what's on our list? This month. Good change of subject. <laughs> Good change of subject. Uh, movie news, TV news, what we've been watching, some pics of things we've been doing, and then um, a bit of a subject. I don't know what we want to call it. In my notes, it says, the, the death of hope and faith in America. <laughs> um, we keep talking about doing another podcast. We keep talking about, you know, talking more about sort of um, getting more political, you know? The oh, remake of Scarface coming up. Yep. That 2018. Rem- <laughs> I've just reminded myself of. Cohen Brothers. Um, I don't know how political it's going to be, but it should be good. Cohen Brothers, it's, I'm sold. I'm already sold. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like a bit of a traumatic title for uh, some notes. The first in our movie news list is Infinity War. So in the last 24 hours, we've seen, <clears throat> and if you're interested, you've probably seen it already as well. Uh, it's really just a kind of a rundown of what we've seen from the last... How many films have there been? Too many. 
Too many films. In the last too many films that we've seen, uh, it's just kind of like a rundown of where we are and where it's going and how all of the MCU films are culminating into the Infinity War. So the last Avengers film was... MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Such a nerd. So the last film in the Avengers line of movies, I guess, was uh, Civil War. And coming next year, I believe, is Infinity War. Um, yeah, there's a lot of war. A lot of war going on. Um, in the films? In the films. Okay, look. Well, that's related to what I wanted to talk about afterwards. Okay. And, and the point of what I wanted to talk about is... Um, I think that us talking about some of the political stuff and the stuff that we keep seeing sh- saying should be another podcast shouldn't be another podcast. I think it kind of should be this podcast. And I think we should be talking around the subjects that are coming up in film because surely it, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a systemic, there's a cycle there, which is things happen in reality. People make films about them. People make films about things. Over a long term, they become the mythology of society and society itself learns from its own history, which is communicated through the medium of film. Is this too no, 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 no. Okay. cerebral for the beginning no, of the podcast? All. Not at all. We need to get straight into it, people. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 the things are connected. And it's probably why we keep talking about these things and why we keep running into them when, we're sh- when we should be talking about movies. Because I don't really want to talk about how oh, the lighting was marvellous and her. I don't know who did the makeup on her face. She well, absolutely, was- yeah. Because I think there's a... <clears throat> we, you know, progressively we've been talking about... The, over the last few podcasts especially, we kind of started off, uh, you know, on the very, you know, s- cinema type, study type stuff. You know, what does this mean for the, the characters going forward and all this kind of stuff? What does it all mean? What does it mean? What does my life even mean? So now, what I don't think it's... Hmm? My, my foot. Oh. I don't think it's um, unreasonable for us to kind of address the actual issues that are being represented in films, whether it is a political issue or... Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Or, um, or otherwise. So, yeah, no, I agree. I... I'm fully behind this. Okay, cool. Let's uh, see how it goes. Um, But still try and keep it like a jolly chat. Don't get too moody. Moody. Infinity War looks good, man. I like that little production interview they did. Yep. It's Chris Pratt saying, yeah, we're working on all these things and they're going to be good. Yeah, I like that they weren't in character. Like, you know, usually every kind of thing with you, so we see they're all fun and they're... I'm Star-Lord and... This is where we are. They're being straight up. It's cool. Robert Downey Jr. was like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And yeah. uh, and then who's that kid's name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in yeah. Civil War, uh, who's actually British. Yep. And he, he's standing between them. So Chris Pratt saying, yeah, it's, it's all looking good. And Robert Downey Jr. saying, yeah, it's looking good. And, and Tom Holland saying, yeah, I, I was so good. I was like watching these films when I was even younger. Now I'm in the films. It's fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Basically. Uh, and I thought, is that? That's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. That's our new Spider-Man. Okay. But it's good because he looks the part. He is the right age to be a new Spider-Man. Yeah, you can always tape over that shit. Audio, can't you? Yeah. Um, moving on. Power Rangers, you didn't say anything when you saw this trailer. And I'm really interested to hear what you said because I am extremely excited for this. Now, tell me why. Tell me why first. Okay. Uh, purely for nostalgia. Um, and 
Uh, yeah, there's a few scenes in it that looks you know, pretty pretty cool. Do you have a favourite Power Ranger? No. I, don't really have a favorite. I think the concept of the Power Rangers is cool to me. What about the White Power Ranger? I like the Black Power Ranger myself. Well, no. What? what? Why? There isn't a White Power Ranger. Yes, there is. Not in this one. No, not in this. Oh, right. In the old series. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and something happens to the White Power Ranger. Yeah. Is there a Gold cool. Power Ranger? No, he has gold on him. That's it. Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. Um, What's the deal with Power Rangers? I'm too old for this. It started, I was, oh, I think I was at university and stuff started on TV. Now, I came from a background of watching, you know, Hong Kong cinema and all sorts of stuff. And I had other interests in martial arts. And then the Power Rangers came on TV. And, yeah. I, and I just remember thinking, I think I must have been about 20 odd years old. And I just thought, what the fuck is this shit? I think. But you would have been about. Three, I don't know. 90s it started. You would have been about 10. 96, 97, I want to say. Yeah, around around that age. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was. I think it was more so it was the, it was almost the relatability to the characters. They were high school students who, um, I can never remember how it started, but they were high school students who, who. Is this know, the one with Patrick Moore on the screen? Patrick Moore, Patrick and the, Moore. And the Power Rangers come up and they say, Games Master, Games Master. Yep, that's the that's the one. Why are you so old? There are some people that would appreciate that joke. Uh, I, I used to watch Games Master. Anyway. <laughs> um But it was the feeling of be, being related to these guys. These guys were just kids. You were related to them. These they were just kids who um were defending their hometown from Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa was this evil queen who'd been sleeping for centuries um, and was awoken by whatever. Who is she sleeping with? Her minions. That's disgusting. It's gross. Um, but this trailer, I'll be the first to admit, it looks cheesy. It looks horrible. Um, I probably wouldn't watch this film if I didn't know what Power Rangers was. Wow! But because I know what it is, much like I defend Batman v Superman, I I love the source material and I love where it came from. But if I look at it and I'm looking at it from an unbiased perspective, yeah, that was a horrible film. But there were so many cool things about it. Which one? Batman v BBS. Oh. BBS. Enough covered on that one. Yeah. So uh, okay. much like that, because I can relate to the source material and the source material was something different, totally different first time. Um and there were so many years kind of watching it, you know, you just kind of, it's like, this is nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. I thought it was great. I actually thought that was an amazing trailer. I expected it to be a complete load of shit. Mm. And I thought, why the hell would I want to watch this? I don't want to watch this. And mm. you thought, and you said, put the trailer on. And I said, oh, yeah, okay, put the trailer on. Let's watch it. At least I've done the thing and I watched the trailer. I probably never watched the film. Turned out to be great looking trailer. Yeah. It looks like the production crew from someone like Transformers has yeah. come along and kind of said, yes, let's just put effects into everything. But this is a place where it belongs. Yeah. Transformers could have done with a little bit more subtlety. Yeah. Um, but Power Rangers. They've almost tried to kind of relate the film to... Start again. What, the whole thing? No, just they've almost... They've almost tried to kind of relate that relate the characters to what we're seeing now in terms of the superheroes. You know, they've develop these abilities, their super super strength and all this other stuff. 
I'm I'm a fan of old Japanese films. Okay. Um, and you know, this crazy horror films. And obviously I love the fact that that, that then morphed into um, how people may have made, um, how they've drawn manga and made anime for generations. And this looked great. It looked like that kind of um, milieu, but with some attention put to it. And I haven't seen something like that made since that shitty robot, giant robot film that came out recently. Uh, this is something I forgot to mention. Do you know where Power Rangers is derived from? No. It's a show called the Super Sentai series. Okay. It's a Japanese show. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, so that's where it came from. We, moving on, didn't mention Alien Covenant. No, we didn't. Even though we were so excited about it at Christmas. Yeah. The trailer actually came out on Christmas Day. Yes. Give me thoughts. It looks good. <laughs> it looks more than good. It looks like an old style alien film. Really exciting. Uh, alien is a different, difficult subject for me because even if they're shit, I just watch it. Mm. They're just gruesome. They're fun. I even like the <sighs> Alien versus Predator films. They're just, you know. AVP. Yeah. I like. Um, yeah, I agree. Prometheus was an interesting one. Um, I don't and know people to... don't like that film. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. When it first came out, I watched all of the Alien films leading up to the, the Prometheus. Um, and there wasn't really a, an Alien film I didn't enjoy. I enjoyed every single one of them. Um, and this came out, Prometheus came out. I was like, this is cool. I like it. The, the What's his face? Fassbender's character, Charlie, is it? Or was it David? He's in Covenant, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Isn't he? So I think it's a continuation of... That. Did he survive? I can't remember. What happened? They probably made another one. What happened at the end? I have to watch it again. Yeah. It wasn't a great film, but it's one of those world films. It's like a film in a universe that you're familiar with. Yeah. Which brings me to... Han Solo? Solo. Han ma Uh This is going to be interesting. Such a geek. <laughs> Well, at first I thought, no, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And then I thought, okay, let's... We can do that. We can do a solo film. That sounds interesting. You all right with that? What, what, um, uh, people, long t- people who listen to this may not know. We do have the occasional beverage while we're recording. Well, I do. Um, but today... Um, we're both sharing a beverage. As in not together. Not sharing we're not beverage. sharing it, but we're sharing a beverage well, You've had some of mine. Probably. Please don't do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, today it's a Corona and Lime. Yeah. Um, it, it has gone midday, so I think that's allowed. Yeah. Uh, Just to loosen up, you know? Loosen up a bit. So who's in Solo? This this film is turning out to be, just from the cast, it's starting to look like this amazing thing. So we're looking at... So we're looking at from the top, from the bottom. I'm going to start from the bottom. Donald Glover. He's not at the bottom, but he's the bottom of my list. Uh, now... I wasn't a fan of Childish Gambino. <coughs> Interesting. We've never spoken about this. Why? I like the the lyrical content. But there's got to be more. There's got to be more. I understand what he's expressing and what he's talking about and the context that he's from uh, and the culture and the suffrage that happens around that culture. 
but I don't want that expressed. I want the reaction against it expressed. But that's from growing up with people listening. That's, that's from growing up being a public enemy fan. Uh, it, it is something different. It's interesting. I, I, maybe I need to give it another go. But I am a massive fan of Atlanta. That's brilliant. Atlanta is... is that's, yes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Atlanta. Contending. Um... Interesting. Okay. What is it about Charles Camille that you don't like? What, the music? Yeah. It doesn't appeal to my character. I mean, I listen to Stormzy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, you know, uh, which is in many respects a very, very, it's a cousin genre. Explain that. What is it? Well, it's people from uh, a culture and a background that are talking about very similar things in two different parts of the world. So I, I, I can, I guess I need more exposure. But, the, but some people, I guess, like the fact that there's less uh, oomph, <laughs> less passion. Yeah, I mean, I want to see a guy rapping on a fucking big wheel going round and round and round for three minutes. That stresses me out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to Stormzy. Um, I can I can dig the occasional Stormzy. Really? Yeah, I've listened to a couple of his songs. Shut up! Shut up! No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, solo. He's gonna play solo. I think this is gonna. No, he's not gonna play solo. <laughs> that would be an amazing film. <laughs> I want to see Donald Glover as solo. <laughs> I want to see when he said transition. He just went in a back to tank with a wrong infusion mix. <laughs> um, uh, he's going to be playing Lando. I think this is going to be an intriguing Lando. Do we know when this takes place? I'm guessing it will take place. About... It'll, it's going to have to be around 15 to 20 years before Rogue One. So 15 BBY? Very possibly, yeah. It's going to have to be, or it might be attached to the back end of um, Clone Wars. It's going to take place course, during yeah, the formation yeah. of the Empire. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay, that would be cool. So, Sandy Newton. Tandy Newton. Tandy. How do people say her name? Tandy. Tandy. Tandy, which means cold in our language. Yeah. Cold Newton. Yeah, but you were really excited about this. Explain to me why you're excited about this. Oh, because she's just... Asi aside from it, you know, okay, fine. We, we all know that she's a, she's a fantastic performer, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff aside. But why else are you excited? I'm excited because I think this has happened after Westworld. And I think that her role in Westworld was something new. It was girl power taken to another level. Yeah. It was menacing. It was, it was amazing. It was enthralling. She was just, she owned the last few episodes of Westworld. She just owned the screen in every scene. She was amazing. And if that is what we're bringing to a film, like a, a solo film, that's, I can't wait. And I want her to be the, uh, or a, if not the, bad guy in this film Th this would be a, a revelation 
They made girl heroes. They need to make a girl baddie. Wife of Jabba. Hmm. Maybe not. Um, Wife is... Yeah, How would... No. You've... Um, there's a note on here. Yeah? Man in the High Castle. Why, why did you put that on there? I haven't finished the cast yet. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, British actress. Yeah, go on. Give me, give me the backdrop. So you are excited about this one as well. I have no yeah, idea who this is. Because she's a new writer, director, performer, all in one of these new generation of people that do everything. She made a iPlayer BBC series called Fleabag, which is so kind of based on things. Another Lena Dunham, basically. British. 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 Yes, Absolutely. Um, and we have this um, pretty boy, Alden Ehrenreich, who's going to play solo. His name is Alden Ehrenreich. I don't know anything about this man, except his name is, his name is very German. Do you know who he is? He's gorgeous. No, I can't say I know who he He's is. lovely. What was he in? He was in... Um Hail Caesar. He's one of those. Hail Caesar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen Blue Jasmine? Who's in Blue Jasmine? Uh, not the type of film that I would watch. I've seen some photos of him where he's like posing like James Dean. Um, he looks great. He's got this smoldering eye thing going on. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> he's got this smoldering eye thing going on. And um, I think he's going to be. Um, he's going to be, <laughs> I think he's going to kill it. I think it's just, just his look. He's, he feels like another gosling. He just needs to look at people and not <laughs> say a word. Uh, it's the age of objectified yes. men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. 50 shades. 50 shades. How do we get to 50 shades? You had some opinions on this and we didn't discuss it before the podcast and when I mentioned it you says ask me in the podcast so Fifty Shades sorry what you did with the solo cast what's up with the man in, man in the high castle oh sorry are you gonna, sorry go on. <laughs> yeah but I thought there was a note on here there is a note on there there's not there is where MIHC oh you put the note on the actual okay there's not a card for it I see you've literally put a note on it what did you expect me to do make a card it's fine Trello. We use, we use Trello and um, Gushel, old man Gushel is still finding it difficult, difficult to use. I'm finding it difficult. <laughs> All right. Go on. Man in the High Castle. All right, kid. Man in the High Castle. Uh, it's cool. Season two started. I love it. Do you love it? You're watching it? We can't talk about any, about any of it because it's all secrets. Have you finished it? Season two? No. Okay. No. Uh, love it. Do you, how are you finding... This is interesting. Go on. How are you finding um, the political um, subtext? Uh, no, environment. The, the political twist of the environment of, of this series. Really interesting. Um, World War II to me is one of the most interesting wars. Why? Uh, only because as a child, I don't know why they covered it a lot at school, but they spoke about it a lot at school. And then as I grew up, I watched a lot of shows. So uh, Pacific, Band of Brothers, um, all that stuff I started watching and it just kind of really interested me and then Call of Duty um, 2 was based in World War 2 as well growing up I played all these things and watched all these things and it just became really intriguing to me how something like that happened on this earth and we won effectively well 
What do we win? Well, economically, the Germans have all the power. Yep. They have used the undervalued euro oh. to make all the money. That's German. Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> do you like saying that? I do love saying that. It's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think um, I'm a big fan of alternate realities as well, mm-hmm. um, especially when it, it concerns things that actually happen. So this was, uh, it's brilliant. I love the concept. Um, but it's interesting to see how. So if anyone has not watched it, do you want to cover what it is? Okay, so Man in the High Castle, um, pretty simple, is um, a show based on a book by Philip K. Dick. Is that correct? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's becoming more and more loose and detached yeah. from the book. But yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Um, and the show, I haven't read the book, so don't quote me on the, on the, on the book, but this is what the show is about. It is um, <clears throat> a show that is based in a universe where the Germans and the Japanese, the Axis, right? Axis, yeah. Okay. They win World War II. And so as a result, the world that's portrayed in this show is a result of this war that the Allied lost. Cool. There's, there's more. I mean, obviously there's much more to yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot there's more. But weird secrets and weird yeah. shit going on. Um, but I like the fact that one side of America was taken over by Japan and yes. the other side of America was taken over by the Germans. Yep. And there's this neutral zone in the middle, which is, surprise, Strange. surprise, where all the black people live. Hmm. Because either side was just... Um, <coughs> yeah, you just got to watch it. It's brilliant. Anyone who's not watching it, watch it. It's cool. Uh, Fifty Shades. Um, I, I cannot for this, but I want to know what your opinion is because you seem really... You seem like you had a strong opinion on it. And I really didn't. Well, I said, hey. I had a strong seen... opinion about not watching it. I said, hey, you've seen Fifty Shades. And you were like, ew, no, why would I watch that? It looks horrible. And then there you I said, go. okay. You said, and then you said, we'll talk about it on the podcast. So said, oh, okay. yes. Sorry. I did okay. say that. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say um, there are other porno websites with far more graphic content. I mean, why would I want to watch a half a porn? Do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Go on. I will email you a list if you want. <laughs> We're going to put this in the site resources. I don't know if you're old enough to get into some of them. We're going to put it in the site's resources. We- <laughs> the podcast resource. <laughs> Godzilla's top five picks. <laughs> top five movie in quotes picks. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't did sh- the people who read the books hate the film. Yeah. Like the the... the 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 people I meet people I, I don't want to say who um, who have lots of things to say about how what the books did to them physiologically <laughs> and even these women are like yeah why did they play that well that Christian Grey is not right it's not a thing so why are we talking about this speaking of adult actually I don't think we spoke about this on, on the last podcast it's not on the list but it's, it reminded me did we talk about how Logan is going to be rated R no we didn't yeah it's going to be rated R oh yeah because the trailer was rated R yeah I d- just completely didn't even think and then I saw the trailer they dropped over Super Bowl yeah um, and it says rated R and I was like what? this is going to be another Deadpool that'll be the second superhero film to come out that's uh, amazing that's what they should be yeah 
because the, um, Old Man Logan isn't exactly the the source material it's based upon isn't exactly uh, for kids. Can I be Old Man Joshi? Yeah, you are Old Man Joshi. You're <laughs> Old Man Joshi that, all the time. Why does that not sound as cool? Because you just sound like a perverted old man. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow, that's... Wow. Whereas Logan just sounds like he's going to kick your ass, you know? Joshy. When I, when I picture that, I, I love I the fact that there are walking stick. I love the fact that there are <laughs> very large quantities of Joshies out <laughs> listening to this that are just going <laughs> to literally send you hate tweets. Brilliant. Baywatch. We watched the trailer for Baywatch. Good change of subject. Um, I'm the subject changer. Um, what do you think? I just watched the trailer for a laugh. I, did, I had no intention of watching this film. Uh, life is short. <laughs> it was a really funny trailer. It, it reminded me of 21 slash 22 Jump Street. Yeah, it wasn't taking itself too seriously. It was. It looked quite funny. It was um, almost like a, a parody, a satire of the source material. Difficult Difficulty with the farce is that it can actually become too farcical. Like 22 Jump Street. 21 was so good because they just got it right That's and then brilliant. 22 was just too much. Genius film. Um, okay. But I, yeah, it looked fun. It actually looks funny. I would watch that. I love The Rock anyway and he's been talking about it on his Instagram. Uh, I don't really follow any... Fa- the Rock is the only celebrity I follow on Instagram uh, and that's more of a from a sort of training perspective because he talks about his training a lot and and he is looking massive for this film uh, even on his Instagram he, he seems to have put on a lot of muscle um, it looks good he just seems to get bigger in, in what way do you mean that? <laughs> as in muscle wise you're not helping yourself here Oh. Yes, he does. Uh, as a celebrity. Yes. Is he still the highest paid dude? I would be surprised. The dude does everything, though. He has everything? He does everything. He does everything. Um, he's on, Have you seen his YouTube channel? No, just he's, Instagram. He's got a YouTube channel. He started his YouTube channel up just late last year. So he does stuff on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, but he's got, Insta- he's got his videos on Instagram anyway. What videos do you go on Instagram? Well, almost all of his posts are like videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. But as in on his YouTube, he does like specific stuff for YouTube. Like he has a YouTube channel where he like vlogs and does all this random stuff. What does he do? There's one way he did it. It's a wrestling based thing. He did a... It's pointless talking to you about it because you don't know what it is. Um, there are other people listening besides me. Believe it or not. No. Anybody who's... Or, it's cool he's got a good channel are you saying that everyone that listens to this doesn't know fuck all about wrestling um, it was a thing he did called Rock the Promo or something and it was about um, wrestlers prospective people wrestlers who doing promos I feel like I'm talking to a wall here you know do you know what a promo is fucking explain it then okay so a promo is when a wrestler appears for the first time right. and he has to sell himself to the audience and the way he can sell himself to the audience is by giving a, a kick-ass promo. Yeah. Um, is is it, this just him talking at the camera? Yeah, it's effectively a speech. Yeah. Um, but they have to do this effectively without a script. They can write it if they want and they have to rehearse it, but it, ha- it, doesn't, it can't look rehearsed, otherwise it's just stupid and it's a poor promo. The best ones are done off the cuff. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, there are tons of examples I can give you that were some of the finest promos in history and the ones these guys give are brilliant. Um, but yeah, so this, he just did one of the co- a contest on his YouTube channel for... I do like this. I mean, once I realized what we're watching <laughs> is a reimagining of theater, of physical theater, well now going to a wrestling match is like going to a play at the theater. Um, as ridiculous as that sounds... It's just built for a different audience. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's brilliant. And, and it's got much more ad-libbing and, 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 oh, yeah. and flexibility. Than, you know, it does annoy me that so many of the fans um, like you are just alt-right people um, that, you know, have a certain political view and have put a strange president in power. Not that you voted for Trump, but. That disappointed but, me. But but that's why I hang around with you, because I, I like to hang around with people that have the opposite view to me. Did you know, first of all, <laughs> you're a wanker. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I do hate you. You know that. <laughs> I only do this to further my, myself and my career. <laughs> I'm using you, in all honesty. <laughs> um, the wife of the CEO of the WWE yeah um, is working for Trump oh see what I mean Uh, I was was joking but it's actually no no you're not wrong it's close to reality that's just gross they support Trump Uh, not not surprising because that's their audience yeah stressful stressed me out when I I read that I I was almost uh, conflicted like should I continue watching this program or I don't know what I should do what would you do? Well, once it passed, you just said, I am, I accept who I am, and you carried on watching it, right? <laughs> no shame. Do you wake up sometimes and wonder, why am I so old and why can't I do the things that young people can do? Why am I so behind in life? Do you, do you ask yourself <laughs> these questions? <laughs> no. When no, you see kids running around running the street. Around. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could run around. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I've actually, I've actually hurt you for a change. That's good. That's good. You're hiding. I know you're crying, but I'm not. A, I'm not offended by your comments. I'm offended that you think that of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! All right. <laughs> Subject change. Fast and Furious Eight. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the trailer for this? I think so. It's called The Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Is it? The I haven't seen the last I haven't seen the last films. Oh, I think I've seen six, which is the one where they had the really weird ending where they suddenly realised, oh shit, this is a prequel or something. All of them? What? No, <laughs> Tokyo it Drift. Wasn't all of them. Tokyo Drift. No, not Tokyo Drift. Oh, it was six. I see what you're saying. Uh, was it six? Was it six? I think and it then the end six. of it, Link was linked to Tokyo Drift. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So okay, so I've seen six. Yeah with the massive spoiler there, but fuck's sake, it's been out long enough. Go and watch it. If someone spoiled seven for me, that's my own fault because it's been out long enough. You are just not a dedicated enough movie person. If you haven't watched a film immediately. Yeah. Six. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen seven. I'll be okay. honest. I've been waiting to, for um, the boss to see uh, <coughs> six. Okay. Because I think she'll enjoy it, and then we can watch seven together. But it's just not happening. Well, we have to. St- I've seen all. I've seen them up to seven, but we. Um, my boss needs to watch one to six, seven still. 
She hasn't seen one any of them. to six. She hasn't, she hasn't seen any of them. She hasn't seen any of them. So we need to watch those still. That's like betrayal to the most ethnically diverse films made uh, in the last few years. Oh, I can't disagree with that. I I don't know what to say. Um. Oh, I I, I do know what to say. Go on. Why are you having a problem with me about Split if you ain't even what? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Do you, I should love him. Do you, do you... What, what? Something on your mind, I can tell. No, I feel like there's something on your mind. <laughs> me? No, no. <laughs> are you still hurt? Are you still hurt that I chose my wife over you? Well, no, I'm reassured, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Why would, I, why would that be hurt? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, what else? Um, I'm not going to watch Split though, out of principle, though. <sighs> Stranger Things 2. Stranger Things 2. You were excited about this. More yeah. than I was, actually. Really so. cool trailer. Really, you're just fondling the end of that bottle just because I'm I drink it. it. What are you doing? <laughs> Stranger Things 2. Yeah, Stranger Things 2. Um, difficult to talk about. Um, I like the fact that the Netflix logo was upside down at hey. the end of the trailer. And that is, uh, I feel like it's Netflix way of saying, you know, we're all in. This is it now. This, we're all in. This is going to be an amazing uh, series. The flashes of stuff that they were covering look cool. Very, very excited. Want to watch that now. Uh, can't because it's not out. What are you doing? Taking pictures of yourself with the camera. I'm going to film us, man. What is wrong with you? You're going to film us. You've always got an issue with me. I don't have no, I have no issue. No issue. Just, you're just taking some massive selfie with your camera while we're on air. We need to promote the show. And the only way we can do that is when people see what we're doing. If they know what we're talking about, then they'll listen to us. Otherwise, there's no point us recording this. What about what happened to word of mouth and people saying, yeah, it's good, man. You should listen to these guys. They they kind of know some shit, but they're also moderately entertaining. There's but, a good review there for you. But, but people don't listen to word of mouth things anymore, you know? Why? They need proof. People are so cynical these days and they won't listen to things unless they see it for themselves. This is proof. This is proof. What would have got dressed up for this if you told me? Oh, you look good. Thank you. <laughs> Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Uh, we're finished talking about Stranger Things. It looks good. I want to watch it. There's not much more to it. Everyone should watch it. It looks great. I'm so glad What's Her Name has a new career thing happening. <coughs> Who? We know now? Oh, man. I love her. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. When we, when we spoke about this, when, we, when I'd finished it and we spoke about this, I felt the same. Um, I feel like she's had a bad rap, you know, in the, in the past few years. She's done some really good stuff. Well, like shoplifting. Yeah, like shoplifting. And ever since the incident, it, she's just, you know, people just avoid her like the plague. But she's brilliant. But, the, oh, did you see the... Um, did she do shoplifting? Oh, we just... Yeah, no, she did something like that. Yeah, she she had a weird, crazy period. Okay. So whether or not she did shoplifting, something weird happened and that word comes to my mind because of how the media reported the weird things. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to look it up. Just happy to see her on film. She's amazing. All right, cool. That'd be cool. What else will be absolutely fucking amazing to watch this upcoming year? Iron Fist. I don't like that action. <laughs> don't do that action when you say it. <laughs> Iron Fist looks amazing. 
I want to see Wilson Fisk hit Iron Fist <sighs> with a fist. He needs to be in Fisk that series. Fist. He needs. We need to see him. We haven't seen him since Daredevil. No, wait. He he made an appearance in one of the series, didn't he? Jessica Jones. Uh, he's in jail at the end. Yeah, mm. I think so. Not Jessica Jones. Daredevil. Mm. Yeah. Um. Merge this is one. gonna be great. I think they've yes. they're killing it with these shows. Just he's like hmm? he's, he's cute. The guy. What's the guy's name? Iron Fist. Uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fisty. Little Iron Fisty. Oh, the guy who plays him. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. <clears throat> Um, but they're killing it much like DC are killing it with their TV shows which by the way have been renewed for another season oh can we talk about that for a second go on then. after this go on um, so Iron Fist yeah man uh, the, these shows they have they've been consistently killing it Daredevil was something else Jessica Jones Luke Cage was brilliant um, Iron Fist just looks like something else he is the final of the defenders much better choreography than daredevil Look, just from the trailers it was it was good daredevil's uh, i think the choreography in daredevil's was kind of almost meant to be very i don't want to say rough but uh, yeah almost yeah, rough. it was it was um, it was very unstructured but that's that's him isn't it that's matthew murdoch that's him trying to almost <sighs> i don't know i think i think he just wasn't as <coughs> good um, there wasn't as much attention to detail. It was great. It was uh, I he will talk about talk about some other time. Um, so yeah, okay. The final of the defenders, uh, defenders will be getting together, I believe, later this year. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So that's Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, uh, and Iron Fist. I am tired of DC. Okay. Ham-fisted, cheesy, farcical, weak character, badly performed bullshit. Series after series. Arrow's becoming an overly melancholy, repetitive, just running around bullshit thing. Supergirl is good but farcical and just can't get serious enough. Flash is the only one that's interesting and I just can't get into Legends. It's just, what is this bull bollocks? You, okay, you haven't been watching it then. The reason why you're finding it like this is because you haven't been watching it. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends. Legends. Has become... Mm, I haven't even been watching it, but I've I'm been not sure what just happened. You just screwed up your eyes and now there's a patch for me. Um, I watched Disgusting. a few clips from... <laughs> I watched a few clips from the the new series uh, and I mean Reverse Flash is back in it um, and they've also introduced in Legends Legends and they've also introduced Black Flash as a not Black Flash but Black Flash Black Flash is I, I don't right now I don't know what you're saying do you know in um, do you know at the end of his season, name is Kid Flash no Black Flash damn it why does everybody think I'm talking about him because um, he's black no he's Kid Flash Black Flash is Black Kid Flash is not Black Flash who is not a kid. Is he black? Is he black? You don't know? Black Flash. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Black Flash. At the end of season two, yeah. The Flash, if you remember when they were, um, when Flash was fighting Zoom. Zoom. Did you watch this? Yeah. <clears throat> he was taken away by the Time Wraiths. Do you remember this? Yes. And then he was being take away, taken away. His he started transforming, almost to look like a zombie. Do you remember this? 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. Anyway. Yes. Okay, fine. So he's now returned. Oh, look at that. Yeah, and he returns in Legends of Tomorrow. <sighs> okay, that makes it sound much more interesting. It, it is, and it gets better. The first series, eh, not so much. Second series, I'm not too familiar with, but I've seen things that have been happening, but just based on the things that I've been seeing, it all leads into something. Did you watch the um, the crossover thing that they did? Yeah, that was shit. It was horrible. Um, That's what made me want to not watch Legends more. Yeah, watch it, man. Great. Um, if anything, just start watching it from like season two or something. Oh, I'll watch it. Also, they're vint- Are you worried on Flash? Production quality is just nowhere. Marvel has killed it. They are not <coughs> even in the same ballpark. Are they? No. But the- there's less... With Marvel, right? It's a discussion we've had time and time again. With Marvel, there's, there's the element of pseudoscience. Quality pseudoscience where um we don't need everything explained by cgi because it's all kind of quote unquote realistic whereas flash flash is a character that fundamentally would need cgi i think the cgi in flash is brilliant considering what it is look stupid when they're running at high speed (laughs) yeah but the thing is with daredevil and all that stuff there's very little need for practical cgi does that make sense? Because it's all just choreography. That's why it's good, because it's subtle. Yeah, but whereas with Flash, you need it in there. I, I don't think this is a black and white mechanical um, thing. I think that they've built up to it slowly. They've focused on character and and getting you attached to the characters, the, the defenders one by one. And then they're introducing all the CG, but the CG is backed up by really rich stories, strong characters that are entering into real life, multi-layered character (laughs) conflicts. So the story arcs, the character conflicts, everything is amazing. They are telling a story and the CG is like sprinkling on top. DC aren't doing that. They got weak characters, weak stories, weak everything. It's just annoying. I wish they'd just get their shit together. I can't disagree with you there. Yeah, I mean, yes, that is true. Um, Still going to watch it. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it's, it's because of the product. It's because of what it is. So we have a new player entering the scene. Absolutely. Legion. Yes. Legion is a mutant. And he is Xavier's son. Legion stars a mutant, I'm going to say, without giving anything away. Legion stars a mutant. But this is produced by Fox, who have the rights over all X-Men. the X-Men shit. Which is why there are no mutants ever mentioned in any of the um, Disney Marvel things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they call them enhanced or something? Yes. Ah, fuck off. We know they're mutants. Mm. Okay. Mm. Which is strange. And it's a shame, really. It's a shame. Big shame. That's why there's no, there's no um, crossover with Old Man Logan. The Avengers are not going to be in it. That just makes no sense. The Avengers need to be in it. So that's just, yeah. Go away, companies and legal people. Leave our art alone, as that guy just said, kind of. All right, fine. Talking of cheesy, ham-fisted things, I've got one. Go on. But in terms of character, depth, story building, 
it's on another level beyond all that DC shit. In a couple of months' time, month's time, I think there's a new season of Doctor Who. Again, you give me that look. Do you think there'll ever be a day you will watch Doctor Who? No. This is sad. No, this is sad times. Danny Dyer? Oh my God, really? Get in a fucking TARDIS, you wanker. Can you see that happening? Me watching Danny Dyer as Doctor Who? Uh, that might be the day I stopped watching Doctor Who. I, do you know what? I actually was made me laugh because I thought, do you know what? I don't know if they'll have Danny Dyer as a Doctor Who ever, 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 because Doctor Who, there may have been this thing about the Doctor being, well, he's always a man. He's never a woman and he never changes, as me saying, he never changes skin color. Uh, but he's always from good, apparently from good stock. He's never an urbanite growing up on the streets. Wouldn't that be a change though? It would, but it wouldn't make any sense. Still going to be the same person, even though he's a different person, which is always weird. It's bad enough when he was from the North. So is lots there of a- countries have, lots of places have a North. Is there a new season coming out? Yes. Right, next. Elementary. Oh, I like Elementary. You ever watched it? No, you've, talk, you've, you've mentioned it before. But. So it's Lucy Liu. Yep. As Joan Watson. Okay. Do you see what they did there? I see what they did there. And, and... It's not exactly an Asian woman's name though, is it? Joan. Yeah. Watson. Watson. Is she married? She is not married. Let's see that. I can't believe that. But continue. She's uh, Chinese... Yeah, whatever. I think. Chinese, Japanese, actually. What? Oh, well, her really in reality. Oh, yeah. Is she? I'm sure she is. Is she? I think I might be using Kill Bill here. <laughs> I think you're, yeah. What? I don't, I'm sure she's not. <coughs> it's good. I like it. You know, did you ever watch Train Spotting? Yes. The original? Yep. Did you like it? I did. Good so, film. So, did you know Sick Boy? Yes. Sick boy is Sherlock. What, in elementary? Yeah. Oh. What's really funny is the new train spotting trailer came out and the boss is watching it and she goes, is that Sherlock in train spotting? I said, yeah, that's where he's from. That's what that's, that's, you've just changed the background of the Trello board. I didn't realize it shows it on yours. Why have you done this? I don't know. I have changed it, but I didn't realize it. fuck out of me that did. I was like, I'm not looking at the wrong board now. I didn't realize it changed for you. Oh my God, it is him. Jesus, he looks so young. Yeah, he's cool. All right. Well, that's enough newsy things that we're excited about. You, we watched anything interesting? We watched Lion. Lion. Lion is a brilliant film. It's a brilliant film. It was, uh, I don't say there's a lot about a lot of films, but it, it was an emotional roller coaster. You were emotional yeah man you're like, sliding off that chair i'm not even ashamed to admit it it was it uh, was I, I i only looked at you once and i thought i'm not gonna look at him again because he's just having a moment i feel bad yeah i feel good i felt good and bad at the same time my bad no all right it's good it's a good thing it's a great it's great when a film <sighs> does that to you yep why what is it what is what is um i mean i i i, I agree yep. it was a great film it was a very emotional film it was mm. a good film uh is it because it was was it more relatable because it was there was asian things about the film um 
Not particularly. That, 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 it's neither here nor there. I mean, I watched, have you seen Still Alice? We were talking about this last podcast. Even that was just as emotional. Okay. Um, you know, obviously Lion was, I think it was a bit more. Throughout the whole film, I was like, okay, let me take a breather, look away from the screen for a bit and then look back. Um, it was a great film. Cannot yeah. fault Dev Patel. Oh, I think he made a fantastic supporting actor. <laughs> he supported that film so much it was almost like he was the main actor did we talk about this no do you know why he's a supporting actor I oh, know we did talk about it okay we didn't talk about the podcast so the reason why he's a supporting actor is sometimes producers of the film in this case it's Mr. Harvey Weinstein not bad yep he thought that Dev Patel would be better suited for the supporting category only because he was bigger, he would be going up against Ryan Gosling and Casey Affleck um, in the awards. So he didn't think that he would have a chance against these two dudes. So he put him in for the supporting actor category. How do you, how do you feel about that? Um, a little annoyed to think that, not because Dev Patel's Indian, whatever, but more so the fact that he... Th- Mr. Weinstein th- seems to think that he doesn't have a chance over these two dudes. Um, that that's bullshit to me. the The politics, funnily enough, behind that is bullshit. is is what I don't agree with. Everybody has a chance, is what I I believe. But when we're talking about the awards, then we're talking about politics on the grandest scale. So it makes sense to believe that Dev Patel is less likely to win compared to these two. For political reasons, not for political, talent reasons. For political reasons, not talent reasons. Not to say that these two aren't talented. You know, Ryan Gosling and Casey Affleck, we both we both agree are impeccable actors. Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea is... I, he starts off... I know I talked about this last episode. He starts off and you just think the guy's a knob. And then he just takes you in and takes you in. And by the end, you are, you're with him. You're with him and you're like, fucking hell, what can you do? You can't get rid of some shit in your life. Some shit, some things don't go away. Yeah. And he's right. The, the story's great. Um, he has a chance of winning this, I really think. Yeah. And the same happened with... Uh, to be, you know, in terms of talent, I don't think Dev Patel would, I think... So I understand the reason he's done it, the business yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a business reason. Yeah. Why not let him be a runner-up? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the whole thing's just to give him an Oscar, fucking put him in for another some other categories as well. Yeah, so even the... Visual effects, put him for that. <laughs> just Even the best, title... Best score. Nominated for Best Actor is, a, is much grander than nominated for Supporting Actor. Yeah, absolutely. Um... But whatever, I digress. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. All right. You're watching Breaking Bad. Watching again. Breaking Bad. This is my second watch through. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm. I can watch it and understand it more this time around than I did before. When I first watched it, I was a mere university student, so I couldn't even. I used to put it on the background and just kind of listen and okay. flip between windows, so I didn't really understand it. Um, but at um now. Did you have Netflix at uni? Yeah. Oh, wow. 2009? Wow. It was actually when I'm Breaking wrong. Bad first came out on Netflix. Yeah. Season 5, they aired season 5 on Netflix. 
That's cool. Okay. <coughs> Back in your day, all you had was love film. Love film came, yeah, afterwards. What else? Um, uh, I mean, to be fair, we were... I'm from a generation that we had very limited access to media and the easiest way of getting something was just to go online, find it and download it, hmm. which apparently is illegal. Is it illegal? I don't know if it's illegal. Or not. Uh, no rule it's to probably it's illegal. illegal. And, um, you know, I don't do it anymore and never did. I just watched other people do it. There yeah. you go. There's my defense. Um, <laughs> I don't understand the big hoo-ha. Online content providers are winning. Netflix and Amazon and even people like Sky with their Now service are are winning. Winning. And uh, <laughs> No, we're not doing that. winning. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I don't get it. Why go and arrest a bunch of people because they're selling Cody boxes? Uh, the thing will die out because no one can be asked to keep reinstalling Cody. And I don't get the big deal. You're arresting people because they've got, what, five, five people with fully loaded Cody boxes. I know accountants and dentists that don't know how to use computers that go online and set up Cody on their fire sticks because the step-by-step tutorials are available for everyone. What is the big fucking deal? Everyone's doing this. More importantly, the people who I know who are, know how to do it, who are even technologists, can't be bothered anymore because it's too easy just to pay three quid and watch something. It's going to go. Don't fucking go around arresting people over that. That's just nonsense. All right. You knew that was coming, didn't you? <coughs> I didn't expect that one. That was good. Well done. Um, how do we get from that? Breaking Bad. So yeah, watching Breaking Bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's great. It's brilliant. Um, it's just as addictive the second time around. Um, oh, really? That's no good. pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, it's great. Apparently more. Yeah. If anything. But seeing everything, how it ties in and how everything relates, much like Sopranos, how everything from the very beginning overshadows, foreshadows even, shall I say, foreshadows everything to happen at the end is is great. Um, I was watching a video, actually, this relates to one of my other notes. <clears throat> I've been watching a lot more videos of these film essays and TV show essays. Um, and it's it, it referenced a specific episode, but it was saying from the very first episode, the pilot episode, Every series, every episode, but after that is a reaction to the previous thing. Yeah. So the whole series is a is almost a reaction. That's cool. Um, and you see that you see that from the very first episode up until wherever you are in the, in, in the series, at some point there's a reaction to something, um, which is just like chemical. The um, it's cool. It's it's very clever. Um, but yeah, we've seen that a lot more. Um, but um, yeah, we've been we've been watching that, binging on that. What's Criswell? What? Oh, <clears throat> Tanner Criswell. It's one of these channels who do these film essays. Oh, there's there's a huge emergence of these. There's, there's a bunch of them now. Lessons from the screenplay. Channel Criswell. Now you see it. Uh, every frame of painting. These channels are brilliant. Um, oh, that's good. There was one that I sent you a while back. Yeah. Um, and you said that was, it was good, but it would wax worked better as a blog post. Yeah. Uh, the difference I saw between that one and these ones I've been watching is that it wouldn't work as well if you hadn't got the footage behind it, uh, especially lessons from the screenplay. 
Okay. These videos are just something else. And in terms of education, when I'm sitting on YouTube now, I end up, I end up watching these uh, to learn something rather than watching Women. What's the Face from Dr. Phil. Um, I highly suggest this to film students. Do you just watch women mostly? On Dr. Phil. Um, film students, writers, people who are trying to learn how to break down films, this is great for that. Please um, send it to me. I will. Link it in the show. It's totally linked. Uh, all four channels should be linked in there. But uh, no, I highly suggest Thank that. Um, why don't you tell me about um, what you've been doing? Uh, reading. Lots of reading. I finally finished um, Forever War. Took fucking forever to what finish. Is, what is that? It's a science fiction book written in like 60s and 70s, 70s, I think, and um, where the world was slightly different and science fiction was still trying to play with the future. And and it's very interesting. When it came out, people said, this is the most amazing book. When you read it now, a lot of it is just shit. And I'm really sorry to say that for people that are fans of science fiction books because it's heralded as a classic. And it probably was when it came out. But it's a bit pap now, really, to be honest. It's very, again, ham-fisted. Is very clunky, thundering its way through very subtle cultural um, um, things that it's trying to present cultural cultural contexts. It tries to handle various different subjects and things that could happen in the future in society, but it does it in a in a in a very clumsy way. I feel like you I'm, mentioned this last season. Last I'm, I'm, yeah, I finally finished the book though. Uh, I, I'm glad it was written and I'm glad it exists, <laughs> but we've moved on. I think. Um, or have we? I don't know. We're just electing knobheads into power. As, as the child of an immigrant twice over, I'm obviously not happy. Um, and that's, you know, wh where we are with the whole America thing, which is what we're going to talk about in a bit, hopefully. So let's get there. Um, trying to understand how people think and what problems in society are through lots of reading. Um, a lovely book that someone recommended to me called uh, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Um, this guy loves to write about philosophy and a lot of problems in society. He's written a book called the, uh, which I love, called The Obstacle is the Way. It's about stoicism and ancient uh, mindset philosophy, which is great reading uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, Ego is the Enemy is is brilliant. It's about lots of similar things about how what. Why do we all behave the way we do? Why do we work the way we do? Why do we purchase things the way we do? Why do we have what we have? Where does it come from? And how can we fight this thing? Uh, I'd highly recommend that. Uh, apart from that, I had a massive panic because my iMac died. I don't want to talk about that. It's depressing. I didn't lose anything. Managed to get it running. Had to get my video card, take it to a specialist that baked it in an oven. They baked it in an oven? Yeah, because it what, apparently it melts and reconnects the bits of solder that have lost connections and burnt out. And now I've got a temporary guarantee that it will run for a bit, but it's fried like stuff on it. I don't know what happened. It's, I've got no Bluetooth, so I've plugged in some other keyboard and mouse, and it's just a mess. Hmm. Uh, so I started looking at the prices and thought, oh my God, how fucking expensive is a Mac these days? When did you buy it? 2009. Interesting. It's lasted a long time. You've been listening to jazz. I've been listening to jazz. Yeah, I've been getting into jazz. It's really strange. Um, I think I was just sitting at work and I was trying to find some, just some music to concentrate with. And I came across a Spotify playlist 
uh, with a bunch of jazz music on it, and it was really good. And then I came across this one artist called Chet Baker. Have you heard of him? No. Chet Baker was a jazz musician um, who played the trumpet. And um, he was also a drug addict. And later in his life, he got into an altercation where he his face muscles had been just that he couldn't make the what's it called the um raspberry the raspberry show uh it's the, the the facial contortion that you have to make to to play the trumpet <laughs> yeah that one um and he wasn't able to do that anymore and so he ended up trying to sing and he, he did fairly well for himself after that uh, he he could he was doing odd jobs like he's a jazz singer he was a jazz singer yeah as well as a uh, a trumpet guy. I'm not sure what you're doing there, but okay, trumpet. Um, but no, there was. I, I didn't you don't tell someone trumpet when you make that hand action; it looks very wrong. Trumpet. No, don't do that, please. Okay. Um, and uh, funnily enough, when I did, <laughs> I was reading up on this guy. <clears throat> turns out that um, there was a film made about him. Okay. Um, Ethan Hawke starred as Chet Baker. Oh, it was called okay. uh, Blue something. Oh, shit, Suddenly. Things are happening in my brain. That sounds familiar. I'm not seeing it. Blue Trumpet Guy. Born to be Blue, it was called. So you're listening to jazz. <coughs> yes. By a white guy. Not exclusively, no. But That's I- how you got into jazz. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, all jazz should be by black people. That's a terrible thing to say. I wouldn't say that. But the roots of this music is is um, from black culture, from the 20s. It was from, ju- I look, look, look. All right. I mean, this is typical you, isn't it? Were, were all the black jazz artists just not good enough? Just did you sample them and think this is... Why have you... Got your head in your hands. I, I Why do you do this to me, man? Why do you hate me so much? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've broken him. I've finally broken him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I'm not. Look, listen. I like all jazz music, okay? All, it just, it just, some of my best friends are jazz music. <laughs> I've broken him. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of racist people, why don't we talk about the death and hope and f- of faith of hope and faith in America? Yeah, let's do that in a good way and how it relates to film. So <laughs> the death of open faith in America sounds like an essay. I did start writing an essay in Trello, in card form, um, probably inspired by, oh, so happy this week. After all these, since the 20th of January, life has just been <laughs> frightening. <laughs> Straight up, I think society is going to be suffering from some kind of post-traumatic stress um, because I can't 
find i mean i I read i've been reading all these other things trying to get my head around what the hell is going on Uh, and i I, i'm starting to understand the perspective of some alt-right people yes there are racists and misogynists in there and there are things that trump and his people have said and done that are not acceptable they are not right (laughs) they are right but they're not right hey so but there are other things in there. What? Why did so many people vote? Why did this happen? And th- there is an anti-globalization and an anti-establishment movement happening at the same time. It's all stitched together, and which is terrible because the people who want to, who are anti-globalists, because their jobs are being sold, their jobs are being exported. They're not getting anything out of the tech revolution. Yeah, they're not getting anything out of the progress. The financial gains are being made by these huge companies and people in certain positions in society. So there's anger, there's rage. It's the same reason we had uh, the whole Brexit thing in this country, because people want somewhere to point the finger and they want to stop the movement that's happening because that's not the world that they're ready for, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say that that's not the world that they want. They're not ready for it. They haven't adapted. So... But does that mean it's okay? No, not at all. Not fucking at all. <coughs> but it's important to understand what you're rallying against. Do you see what I mean? If we don't understand the thing that we have a problem with, I mean, um, one of my cousins sent me this video that I, everyone I've showed it to has just been in shock, which was, um, is it uh, George Ramos? Or is it Jorge Ramos? <laughs> That's way too many in there. Uh, the guy, the, the, the press guy at the, at the press briefing with Trump who was trying to challenge him on how he can't deport immigrants and build a wall and he was taken out by um, security and one of Trump's aides said, I mean, Trump started saying, go back to this and that and one of his aides took him out and said, go back, you know, get out of my country. One of Trump's staff said, get out of my country and the guy said, I'm an American citizen, what the f- are you talking about? And he's a reporter and he's been manhandled out of this thing for asking uncomfortable questions. So what do we have? We have um, open, um, you know, Israeli support in a way that people are not comfortable with. And people talk about that. Um, Not that people should be anti-Semitic at all. That's a terrible thing to be and say. But at the same time, that is a different thing to critiquing the actions of a government that are doing crazy things. I don't want to get into that because that's people that are just go way too far on that subject. There's open misogyny and there's people from the Christian right in Trump's cabinet. And there's straight up lying from the press secretary. We are in a very strange situation because guess what? America was the hero country. There was this thing called the American dream. Once upon a time, America's the place where the films are made about society. And there is subtext in these films and these TV programs that are about heroes and values and heroism. And that they're about globalization. They're about being inclusive. They're about supporting. They are all dying. How can you make the programs and TV series and movies that you've been making now? The land of what they used to be called the land of opportunity isn't isn't that anymore it's it's i don't even know what to call it anymore it's da- it's, it's it's dangerous it's strange do you uh, want scandal no a scandal is a great series fun to watch but how could you make it when everything in scandal is completely been undermined by something that's an even bigger scandal by people that don't even give a shit i mean scandal is about um a, a lot of it is about 
how things are built and strategically maneuvered and portrayed in a way that they become acceptable in a political environment uh, and people's reputations that are protected because they must maintain a certain type of reputation. And Trump's come along and said, fuck that. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. So the program suddenly has no legs because it's portraying a reality that suddenly doesn't exist anymore because the president will just go on Twitter and say, fuck you. The president of the United States, Madam Secretary, it was such a fucking brilliant program. If you watch this, I love this program. It's deep, intricate stories that are are, are trying to consider the complicated interplay of um, the actions uh, and context of a foreign secretary. And then you look at Trump and his staff and you think, really? They're not doing... I want to watch (laughs) Tia Leone, um, who stars in the show, does an amazing job, but she seems to be in a reality that no longer exists. Modern Family, this inclusive comedy show, you've watched this, that's about, this is how, this is who America is. Well, suddenly, all the people that are not in Modern Family seems to have been the people that voted and put this president in place. So Modern Family is no longer reflective of a large, of over half of this place that produces all of this media that we love, that we have in our minds as this, this thing that just dissolved overnight from, from their actions, not from the fact that Trump is president. Our superheroes, you know, they seem to be, you know, Superman and, some, and Captain America. Captain America, he's trying to hold up American values. Well, where are they gone? Because suddenly these things have no legs. How will 24 be now that you have a government that won't even forgive Snowden because some of us, some people believe that Snowden did a good thing, which we'll, we'll have a discussion about that when we watch the movie. So do you see what I, what I'm, where I'm coming from? So this I see is a problem, but then I see things like Eye in the Sky, which is not a great film, but I like the story about the abuse of power in a world where people are trying to make a difference. And then lovely things like Atlanta, which is a, a dark comedy show, but it portrays a reality in a very, tangible way that you can watch it and feel it and think yeah that's the shit people are living with let's present it and actually discuss it so i'm looking forward to these new type of programs that are going to have to come out because all these other ones i feel like they've just died overnight how do you feel do you do you, do you see where i'm coming from at all you know it's frustrating i don't if you've been listening to the podcast you know i've never really been a bit big kind of political person when it comes when it concerns you know the government uh, and all this other kind of stuff um but over the last last year i guess it's i've seen whilst it hasn't impacted me directly i am starting to see the impact that it has on people's lives not just mine in particular but people's lives uh and that in itself is a big thing um and i think it's it might be an age thing when you get to a certain age, you kind of start to see these things. Um, but when stuff like this happens, when uh, Jorge is escorted out of a, a room because of where he's from is sad. And it's a horrible representation of the country that he's living in. Um, it's sad. It really is. And it's scary, especially considering both of our families live in this country. 
Uh, um, well, that's the problem. Saying- my, my, half of my family doesn't live in this country. My dad is telling me about, my dad's a pharmacist and he's in America and he's a green card holder and an immigrant. And he's got friends who are, who have a visa, who are from some of the countries that, uh, that Trump labeled, uh, nominated and tried to ban immigration. These guys can't go abroad to visit their family. They're just regular people. But suddenly there's a blanket labeling of all of these people being from a country. Therefore, they are dangerous because everyone from that fucking country is dangerous and they can't they can't leave. They just work in every day feeling what the fuck. I would, this is not uh, the hope and freedom. What the what is this shit? It's, um, it's very representative of uh, how some people in our culture feel about, say, Muslims, for example, uh, a lot of older people in in our society, I guess, feel that all Muslims are terrorists. Hindu society? Yeah. Yeah, some Hindus can be yeah. fucked up racist about Muslims. Um, and it's horrible, and it's <laughs> terrible to think that a lot of my good friends are Muslims. Um, and so my best friends are jazz. And to think, <laughs> to think that these people can be terrorists is, you know, it's beyond me. But to think that some people in our society think this way is even worse because well, this goes back to like sort of the political division of India and Pakistan, and which is uh, very interestingly a film coming out soon. Is it? Yeah, there's a film about the partition that's coming out, and it's got some big names in it. It looks very interesting. What is it called? I can't fucking remember. That's not what it's called. Yeah, is it in what is it? Uh, what film? An Indian film. No, I think it's a Western production. I watched the trailer and thought, damn, this is going to get people riled up. While you're looking for that, I want to talk about my legend of the week. The legend that is John Burko. John Burko, Speaker of the House. uh, And this week uh, did something that made me so happy. He's supposed to be politically neutral and Theresa May is visiting Trump and trying to build relations. And and, and someone sent some things about Trump speaking in addressing parliament and actually speaking in Westminster Hall or wherever it's called. And John Burko basically said, or no, because people that are often openly misogynistic and racist uh, are people that we need to stand up against. And there is no precedent for him to come and speak here. He basically stood up and went, it's my house, fuck off. And he had to uh, apologize for it and whatever. He didn't use those words. I wish he had. What a fucking legend. It was my best part of that was watching the hall afterwards and the entire one side of the entire hall was clapping, standing up and and cheering. And the other side was just sitting there as still as possible. Some things needed need to be said. And as much as people are saying he needs to be politically neutral and that's his role, you can't be politically neutral about some of these things. That's just stupid. I I feel better now. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I can't find the name of the film. Who was it? Who was in it? Everyone. Hey, you, I made you watch the John Burko video. Yes. So you're not, a, you're not like sort of into politics no. and stuff as much. But <coughs> I'm interested in hearing what you thought from watching that. Yeah. Um, before watching that video, I had, uh, I didn't have much faith in the government. Um, you know, I feel like, and it's still, you know, to some extent, I still kind of stand by this. I feel like, you know, the government does hide stuff from us and there's a lot of things that aren't shown that should be shown. Um, one of the best examples is this Trump thing that happened with um, Jorge. 
um, Mr. Ramos. Um, stuff like that, stuff that they show, they censor things and they think that we shouldn't see it. Um, it ju just, I don't know, I guess I just kind of didn't have much faith in our government, didn't feel like Why they... was it censored? We're saying it's censored because you yeah. couldn't fucking find it on any news reports. Yeah. Someone sent it to me, the whole uncut version as, yeah. a, as a video. Yeah. Um, I can't find the thing mm. on news channels because news channels keep cutting out the best, most important bits. Yep. Yep. Um, anyway, after watching this John Bucko video, it, it, um, it kind of instilled a bit of hope uh, in me in knowing that our government or at least the people who make up the decisions for us um, were against someone like Mr. Trump. Um, it was a good feeling. It was nice seeing him uh, um, reject him from speaking. It's good. It was nice. It was a nice video. Gurinder Chada. So <coughs> hybrid, hybrid film. Um, She's kind of British director, but not kind of, if you know what I mean. The Viceroy's House, it's called. Or just Viceroy's House. Oh, we saw a trailer for this, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. I'm surprised at her. She makes these silly films that are like English versions of Indian films. And this film looks like it has actual depth and drama and, you know, I, I, I was going to sound terrible. I just have a problem with some of the things that she's made. Like what? I feel terrible. No, I don't want to get into this. Bendy like Beckham really wound me up. Bendy like Beckham. <sighs> yeah. I understand. I understand <coughs> and the point and yeah, it's just... Maybe I'm just having a problem because she has a problem with Tarantino. Does she? Yeah. She, why hate, she hates all those kind of films. Oh dear, why? I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, look it up. Look at what things she says. I think she's cool though. Bend It Like Beckham was the movie I watched and thought, oh my God, I want to learn about how movies are made because I don't want to see films that are made like this. But other people love that film. People love that film and I am always told off for not liking it. Do you like Bend It Like Beckham? No. No. It's weird, isn't it? Coupled with my hate for football, I don't think I would like it. But either way. I saw it. I've seen it. I get, I get told off because I get told, you live in Leicester? And Pamindanagra's mum works with my mum. How can you say that? Ugh. What? Hang on. What What the fuck has that got to do with anything? I didn't... What? She did a great job in the film. I, I'm not saying... She, what, I, leave me alone. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've lost you on the internet somewhere. No, no. Yeah, I was... I, was, I got lost in Gurinda Tunda. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Cool. That was uh, the second episode of season two. Still confused about that. Episode two. Or episode 43 in the grand scheme of things. What are we calling these? 43 or two? I'm going to make up my own numbering system so we have three numbers for each episode. <laughs> Good. Good. That sounds great. So, are you done? Are you, are you finished? Yeah. Good. Good man. Okay. Um, good man. Good man. If you like this, check us out on iTunes. Hit subscribe and add us to your collection. If that's your thing. 
Uh, we're both on us to your collection. Yeah, go on. Cool. We're both on Twitter. Um, so you can find me at, at Movieville Kazard and Kushal at, at Kushal Joshi. That'll be it from us this month. We'll see you in four. Click like. Click like. Like and subscribe. He's videoing. That's why I said that. Sub- seriously, subscribe to the podcast. Cool. Looking forward to the next episode. All right. <laughs>